Today on Recur Now, it's all about mental health and a billion dollar mistake. We're throwing it back to an episode we could all use a revisit to. From ProfitWell's Boston HQ, it's March 18th. I'm James Herrick, and it's a beautiful day to subscribe. Up first, your news. Today, we are throwing it right back to one of our very favorite pieces by a multi-founder, Heaton Shaw. For context, Heaton has had a huge impact on several companies in the SaaS space. You know, think FYI, Product Habits, Kissmetrics, Crazy Egg. But being this successful has its obstacles, and he, like us, is not immune to mistakes. My very favorite piece of Heaton's is actually called My Billion Dollar Mistake. This is a good one, so let's tell our listeners what it's all about. It's a piece that may be tough to read for some in the C-suite or founder realm, but it's also one I think is super important to heed because it hugely revolves around humility. In it, Heaton outlines his dedicated attempts at product and how, when he finally felt he nailed it with his SaaS offering, Kissmetrics, he dropped what he calls a Heaton bomb and he blew it all up. We had a billion dollar opportunity sitting right in front of us, he says. Without a shred of doubt, I believe we could have turned Kissmetrics into a billion dollar startup. It was ours to lose, and that's exactly what we did. We lost it. But how? Heaton blames what he calls Heaton bombs, which were something that happened often daily. These bombs would entail some new big idea, some pivoting direction, a brilliant thing he came up with, something the team absolutely had to do right that second. A new feature, a competitor-inspired creation, you name it. And although he did not realize it at the time, to his team, the barrage of random ideas seemed like they were coming completely out of left field, and ultimately they never moved the needle. His team actually started referencing Heaton bombs openly and eventually his head of product wrote an internal memo to the whole company where he described exactly what a Heaton bomb was and how it was impacting the team. And that's what it took for Heaton to change. Months and months of frustrated team members, countless wasted hours working on things that didn't matter, competitors getting ahead, and customers leaving as a result. He knew this wasn't what great leadership is. Great leaders are consistent, they help provide a direction, and they get the team focused on doing what's best for the business at all times. So Kissmetrics competitors ultimately won out, and although Heaton says he lost what he calls a billion-dollar opportunity, he's learned inherently to nail it moving forward. And he's all the best for that failure, and that's exactly why he's sharing it with you. So be sure to check out the piece in its entirety. We will link to it in your subscriber newsletter because Heaton's wrap-up statement is even better than the story itself. A big part of his takeaway, Heaton says he's learned that the key to driving growth on product is to create product processes that produce repeatable wins. Not one win, not two wins, but wins that can take you through months, years, or even decades. The winning product process is based on continuous innovation. It's based on focus and planning, continuous unbiased research, and goal-focused development. Building product the right way takes work up front, but if you put in the work, you'll be rewarded each and every time you sit down and look at those metrics. And now the VC firms that are keeping mental health at top of mind. We've talked about founder mental health on this show several times before, fully aware that it's just not spoken of enough, but it's ever apparent. We're relieved, though, to see the crew at Crunchbase and these venture capitalists are bringing it to light. One story we're particularly digging is that of Sarah Gaines, founder of the Y Society, which is a Boston-based platform for women professionals. She ended the Y Society back in December to become a life coach for entrepreneurs as a side gig. 
Gaines told Crunchbase News, I want to help mission-based entrepreneurs find more joy, more time, and more clarity so they can show up for themselves. But does Sarah think people like her or other mindfulness professionals will ever be a part of a suite of services across more VC firms? She says, for VCs, it's such a fast-paced, you-need-to-get-shit-done environment, and that is the opposite of meditation and mindfulness. She continued, it's going to be a VC-by-VC basis and needs someone in the company who is really passionate about it becoming a benefit. And we encourage you too to become passionate about it. So we'll send a link to the full story in your subscriber newsletter so you can check out all the stories of mastering that mindfulness in the professional space. Now let's get back to basics, shall we? Our neighbor and AppQ's co-founder and CPO, Jonathan Kim, drops a piece on their blog that's all about defining the software ecosystem. What is the difference between a tool and a platform? And are platforms and ecosystems the same thing? That's what the blog is asking. In it, he breaks down the difference between products, tools, platforms, and ecosystems. To start with, tools and platforms are both software products, with tools being the simpler of the two types. If you were to put these in order from a technical and conceptual complexity, it would go products, which is a tool or platform, then ecosystem. He then gives examples and further definitions for each, which you can check out for yourself in the subscriber newsletter that we'll link to. But why does it all matter, you ask? The average mid-sized business uses over 150 different software products, according to Blissfully's 2019 annual SaaS trends report. It's just no longer possible to build a single SaaS solution that can handle all the evolving needs of a modern company, Jonathan says. And I quote, most software companies have figured this out, which is why smart companies are thinking beyond single products or platforms. The future of SaaS is all about building integrated ecosystems that deliver more valuable, efficient, connected user experiences, end quote. That's it for your March 18th episode of Recur Now. Stay sane, everybody. Hold tight. This has been a Recur Studios production, the fastest growing subscription network out there. If you find use for the show, subscribe for more at profwell.com slash recur. Recur.